Hey, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Tyrell Thompson. Thank you for joining me today. If you're in your car, if you're driving down the road listening to the podcast, or if you're at your house doing some dishes and you got your earbuds in, hopefully this podcast serves you. It's not too deep. Today I'm going to be talking about rhythm. And by the end of this podcast, my goal is for you to know what rhythmless living is versus a life of rhythm and how we can get back into a state of living in rhythm. Once upon a time, the world was perfect and everything was in rhythm. This ideal world existed during the time in which the first man and woman, Adam and Eve, lived. It wasn't long, however, before Adam and Eve messed things up. Consequently, the world is no longer perfect. The way we live our lives reveals that much rhythm has been lost. God assigned Adam tasks and responsibilities, and Adam performed them. We are to do the same. We are also created for fellowship, fellowship with God and others. And like God, we were created to experience times of rest. The fall of man, however, changed things. Many of our relationships are fractured, work has become a burden, and the rhythm of life has been knocked off kilter. Kevin DeYoung, in his book Crazy Busy, does not use the word rhythm, but in his description of how we live our lives, he describes rhythmless people nonetheless. We go day after day, crazy month after crazy month, worried, upset, anxious, troubled, fussing, worked up. Every stain, every school project, every dirty sink, every surprise guest, every surge of responsibility becomes a cause for great panic. To paraphrase Titus 3.3, we live as slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in chaos and envy, hassled by others and hassling one another. We were not meant to live this type of life, but this is the life many of us are living. Too many people are experiencing overly busy lives and hence are overly stressed. They are marching to a beat, but not the right one. They are consumed with keeping up, keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up with appearances, and failing miserably in doing so. It would be to their advantage to march to a better beat, a more fulfilling one, a more sustainable one. Now let's define rhythm. What is rhythm? Merriam-Webster defines rhythm as a pattern of beats, sounds, activity, movements, etc. Having a sense of rhythm is to be able to stay on beat. It is also defined as movement, fluctuation, or variation marked by the regular reoccurrence or natural flow of related elements. My use of the word rhythm today is used in reference to a beat whereby a person is enabled to maneuver through the ebbs and flows of life successfully. Rhythm is about achieving things. It is not about busyness. It is about movement, not meaningless and mindless activity, but progress in a balanced manner, a move that yields results without unnecessary stress or burden. Now let's describe rhythm. Solomon describes a world of rhythm in Ecclesiastes 1, 5 through 7. I'm going to be reading the NIV version. The sun rises and the sun sets and hurries back to where it rises. The wind blows to the south and turns to the north. Round and round it goes, ever returning on its course. All streams flow into the sea, yet the sea is never full. To the place the streams come from, there they return again. Stop and think about it. Rhythm seems to describe much of our world. Bruce Miller, in his book Your Life in Rhythm, builds on Solomon's words. The phases of the moon, the tides of the sea, the seasons of the earth. Nature is filled with cycles and seasons. Bears hibernate and birds migrate as winter descends. Trees flower and plants bloom as spring arrives. The stars mark time as they march across the sky. Days and years carry with them their own rhythms. No matter who you are or where you live, you cannot break the cycle of night and day. The sun will rise and the sun will set. Rhythm, whether we recognize it or not, exists all around us. 
That doesn't mean, however, that we don't overrule or live outside it. Miller writes of the difference in how our ancestors interacted with rhythm and how we interact with rhythm. Sunrise and sunset once bounded our daily lives. Now when it gets dark, we just turn on the lights and keep doing what we're doing. We don't have to rely on animals with their natural rhythms and limitations, or on the natural growing seasons of plants. The kinds of foods we ate once varied by season. Now we eat grapes from California in the summer and grapes from Chile in the winter. And anything else we want can probably be ordered somewhere online 24-7, 365. In pre-modern cultures, ordinary people in every part of the world followed the rhythms established by the sun and the moon in relation to the earth. In our day and age, we've lost touch with what life's natural rhythms are. While eating grapes out of season may not cause any harmful repercussions, our consistent insistence at overriding rhythm does. We can see its negative impact in our broken relationships as well as our overall physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Ascertaining rhythm is challenging. It often changes its beat. Sometimes slow, sometimes fast. Staying on beat is important. Most of us, however, struggle in adjusting accordingly. We tend to override rhythm in at least one or more areas of our lives and do so on a fairly consistent basis. Recognizing changes in the beat is essential to living a life of rhythm. King Solomon uses the word time 29 times in Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. Solomon shows that God gives us rhythms in which our lives are to be lived, each of them different from the others, yet appropriate for the circumstance at hand. None of them represent a loss of rhythm, just a difference in the beat. Interestingly, the Hebrew word for time suggests an occasion or a season of time. In Greek, it is known as kairos, a kairos moment. Solomon, therefore, is challenging us to love when it is a time to love, to hate injustice when injustice is on display. When it is time to mourn, Solomon is saying that we should mourn in its fullness, and when it is time to dance, we should give it everything we've got. Solomon is speaking of rhythm. He is saying that the only way to live life to its fullest is to live a life of rhythm. Rhythm enables us to handle difficult times the right way. In contrast, living outside of rhythm can make even the best of times a drudgery. Sadly, life outside of rhythm is the life that many have chosen to live. Yes, to a large extent, you get to decide whether you will live your life with rhythm or without rhythm. I hope you choose the former. It is a much better way to live. What you just heard is an excerpt from the book Rhythm by Eugene T. Wilson. Its subtitle is Getting Things Done When You Have Too Much to Do. I hope that something I just read resonated with you and makes you want to get back into a state of rhythm. It's so easy for life to just pass us by and us not analyze how are we living? Are we living out of rhythm? Or are we living with a state of purpose and a state of rhythm? Again, if you'd like to check out this book, it's called Rhythm, Getting Things Done When You Have Too Much to Do by Eugene T. Wilson. It is on Word of Flame Press at PentecostalPublishing.com, or you can get it on Amazon as well. Sometimes it feels as if we are living in a constant state of go. We are so busy. And while some wear their busyness as a badge of honor, it often exacts a high price. Maintaining a balanced rhythm in life is more than filling a calendar with activities. 
Rhythm isn't about doing more things. Rhythm is about doing the right things. The principles and strategies outlined in this book that I just read to you from can help restore balance to our lives. While this book doesn't pretend to have all the answers, it may help you turn some dreams into realities. It's time to get your life back in rhythm.